I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Politics as usual. I took my Frito to Tito in the district. Bless me with some VS something I can live with. Stop fronting. And for the dough I raise, gotta get shit appraised. No disrespect to you. Make sure your word is true. I'm taking wages down in Vegas just in case Tyson have a major night off. That's clean money with tax write off. You ain't seen money in your life when it comes to this cheese. Y'all like three blind mice. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast with your host Rod and Karen. Saturday, feedback time. Then we're taking a week off and we're going somewhere. How about that? Yep, because last time I was, my black ass was not off work. I am mm-hmm. off work. So I am off of everything. Going out of town, y'all. That's how we do. Um, First of all, it's the Blackout Tips podcast. You can find us a bunch of ways. The easiest, go to theblackouttips.com and we'll be there and we'll appreciate everybody that goes there and does stuff. You can sign up to be a premium subscriber so you can hear, you know, all of our different uh, spinoff shows and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also do things like um, vote in the polls. That's a good thing to do. Get your voice heard. Get your opinion out there. Uh, you can leave comments on each episode. We appreciate everybody that takes the time out to do that. Don't forget, if you enjoy the spinoff shows, leave comments on the spinoff shows. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you think about the interviews, the guests. You know, We want to um, hear from you. Yeah, we love hearing from you guys. Uh, this is a format where you can do it on a Saturday. We stay here as long as the show takes. We never cut feedback short. We never cut mm-hmm. feedback off. Uh, so it's all up to you guys, really. Um, this is your show. You can also call the show, leave a voicemail throughout the week, 704-557-0186. Um, all the contact information is in the about section of the site, the blackouttest.com slash about. Um, we have a store in case people don't know. Um, just go to the blackouttips.com and look in the right hand st- section and it says buy things from our store. So yeah, we thank you for everybody that has been buying stuff and taking pictures of their, their glasses and their safe shirts and all that good stuff. Yeah. That, yeah. That's so cool, man. I think I'm going to start posting those on Facebook if everybody doesn't mind. Uh, let people know that, hey, people are out here supporting us and, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're buying stuff and they like the way that, that everything is turning out. So let's, let's, let's handle that for them. Um, all right. First things first, of all the ways to get your feedback in, let's talk about them. Emails. You can also do things like, um, leave five star reviews on iTunes. First week in a long time, not one five star review on iTunes. I don't know what happened. Not one. What's going on, guys? Did not even one. I'm, I'm shocked. I don't know. Maybe we pissed some people off. Uh, maybe there's people that don't love us. You know, thousands. <laughs> yeah, I think the last time this happened was like Mother's Day or something like that, or the week yeah. before Mother's Day. You know, thousands of people listen to this show. Mm-hmm. I feel like if everybody took the time out to give one iTunes review, we would be like the number one comedy podcast on uh itunes yeah and it don't take long y'all it, it really don't and if all y'all do it at once we will sit here for a four-hour show and read everybody's five-star iTunes yeah. reviews because we don't cut nobody short so hopefully when we get back from vacation we'll have some more reviews you know um but yeah go to itunes put in the black guy who tips and just click five stars and leave us a, leave us a review if you want to leave something less than five stars you can do that, but we won't read it on the air. All five star sure reviews won't. get read on the air and it doesn't matter what you say. You mm-hmm. can, you can not even like the show, but we will read it on the air. That's how, that's how we want to support people that, that support us. Mm-hmm. Um, also donate people that donate. You can donate one time. You can donate many times. Return donations totally up to you. 
um let's talk about them donators man because you know some people gave this week um justin p he said please this to continue supplying us with high quality black podcasts and not to buy crack from johnny bravo's justin's barbershop thank you (laughs) thank you we will continue to use it to, to do black podcasting cedric w he hit us with a recurring donation thank you very much cedric chandra g recurring donation we appreciate that uh ddf dd recurring donation shirley wong esquire please say the esquire you better she hit us with the recurring donation michelle w recurring donation um tabitha m recurring donation we thank you so much tabitha jeremy richardson one of the best dunkers of all time recurring donation <laughs> uh carol uh well actually carol n just signed up for a new subscription that's my bad put that in the wrong folder april t recurring donation thank you so much april um and my man antonio a double a he recur he had us with uh with a with a one-time donation thank you so much antonio man we will appreciate that man i know times are hard out there for people mm-hmm. you know folks are struggling to make it and uh every little bit helps it and, does you know this is my job this is karen's job now so you guys uh are helping us make a living man like it's it's, it's cool to be able to do that man people hit me up all the time like how did y'all do it and i want to tell them like man just get a first four, 500 episodes away free and uh <laughs> that's the key you know but i don't know man people just really want to see us succeed people are really invested in us and uh it, it means a lot to us sincerely it does um to to even have that type of following man um all right let's talk about what are we gonna cover no itunes reviews this week we got the page we got voicemails we got emails let's do it. the page all right so you go to the blackoutest.com we have polls you can vote in those and you can leave a comment we also have just regular uh uh episode pages you know like episode posts you can click the leave a comment on there and leave a comment about the page just the episode um the first episode from last week was canaries in the coal mine it was episode 521 and the poll was are you ashamed of other black people yes or no because uh i think a lot of what you know we've been talking about don lemon in the last few weeks uh jason whitlock I think a lot of what a lot of this criticism of the black community from black people really stems from is that we are attached to a certain level of shame when it comes to looking at other black people. Mm -hmm. And unless you kind of disassociate yourself from that shame, I think you can't really uh, you're not really able to be free. And honestly, man, I feel like it's a sickness and you're accepting sort of a you're kind of accepting the the way that it's been handed down to us that we are less than and we are monolith and all this stuff mm-hmm. so you know it's like that and i feel like it's a daily struggle to kind of erase that out of you but it you know it doesn't mean we're less of brothers it doesn't mean i don't care about you but just your freedom to do with your life whatever you want and it doesn't have an effect don't on mine needs to be recognized in order for me to feel like i'm truly free in america is hey that black person can fail and it has nothing to do with me that mm-hmm. black person can succeed and that also right. isn't isn't my thing like it, it's simply us being individuals we have to take our individuality back yeah and also uh as a uh community too we also put stress on other black people to do well like if they do well 
we go, well, you the first, so you're out there, so you can't do anything to back to back to shaming us and making us look bad. Right, right. Um, so the the poll was, you know, are you ashamed of other black people? Yes or no? Yes. Thirty eight percent of people who voted in this poll said, yeah, I am ashamed of other black people. Um, and I and I th- I'm not really even judging you. I really do feel like that's a common thing. You know, I see it all the time, you know, and it's kind of seen as conventional wisdom, you know. Well, if he pulled his pants up, I wouldn't get pulled over. And, if you know, if, if she didn't have babies out of wedlock, uh, nobody would ask me why, you know, do I have any children? Yes. And I'm a 25-year-old corporate American working black woman. You know, stuff like that where you're like, well, I'm going to blame these black people or I'm ashamed of. You know, I walk into a store and this black dude has his pants sagging. So, I, you know, I feel like that reflects on me and my pants aren't sagging. You know, shit like that. I think a lot of black people do harbor. Um, mm-hmm. uh, 62% of people said no. They're not ashamed of black, other black people, man. That's, that was cool. You know, was, that's, uh, that was a lot higher than I thought it would be. I me actually too. thought that would be the uh, minority. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Chuck Spear says, I was just thinking it today while walking in Midtown. So many crazy homeless black dudes. They were yelling and cutting entire families of monkeys. I keep getting the feeling I'll, I'll be guilty by association. Guilty of what you ask? I don't even know. But I feel like I have to work that much harder to rebuild our image in the eyes of ethnic slash racial groups. I feel like we're still seen as ignorant savages and that the less fortunate and less sane of us just perpetuates that idea. Maybe it's racial insecurity. Well, it's definitely that, but I wouldn't, but I would like to get to the point where I cannot internalize it and just keep him pushing. I was mm-hmm. never elected the ambassador and representative of all black people, but it seems it's my it seems it's my burden anyway. I think a lot of people feel like each other. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people feel that Regardless way. Regardless if they want it or not, they're constantly asked the questions where you're like, shit, I don't know. I'm not in their head. I can't represent yeah. them, but you're forcing me to speak on behalf of all of us, and that's silly when I don't ask you to represent all the white people. Or you know what's funny, whatever. though? You know what's funny, Karen? Not even forced. You just feel like this is your burden. Like True. nobody's walking up to Chuck and going, hey, explain why that black dude is homeless. He just feels it. Yeah. Like I have to, this is, this is part of the black experience and I have to represent that too. Like it's crazy, really. Um, the tickler said, yes. Have you seen world star hip hop? Them niggas are so ratchet. Jesus is embarrassed. You know, um, yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't really watch world star hip hop, nope. honestly. If I see it in the corner, I'm like, I will not click on that video. Professor LCA says, ashamed? I don't think so. I think actually sad is more like it would, more like it when I see someone suffering. I dislike seeing suffering. Unless, of course, my enemies are suffering. I'm great with seeing that and not ashamed of it either. Yeah. <laughs> I do like to see me some enemies suffer. Can't lie. Uh, let's see who other, what else we got. Um, episode four, uh, 522 cream pies this episode we had owen and chill on from tastes like fried chicken mm-hmm. and we discussed a bunch of stuff disturbing pornography um <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people was like i'm glad i ate before this or i'm glad i didn't eat before this yeah uh but i, I had a good time man i was always with them you know what's funny is i can never tell when what episodes are gonna get comments and feedback on because to me i'm like we finished this episode i'm like i had such a great time we're going to get 27 comments. Just people can't wait to tell us about whatever. No comments. But the poll, should Tippin be banned, got a pretty close vote. Yes, it's not a fair practice. 48% of people think Tippin should be banned. 
so 52 percent of people said no i want to have the power complete and total power and that makes sense 52 percent um so let's look at the the comments danny no says why y'all trying to take away people's tips this conversation on the podcast annoyed me because i felt it was very one-sided according to simplyhired.com the average salary for a waiter in your hometown of charlotte is 49k who the fuck got that survey danny if you believe that, that bullshit we were, danny we were we, waiters we both we we both at more than one restaurant multiple restaurants high quality and low quality we were not pulling out 49k that, that, say that again i will still be waitressing if i pull 49k dog yeah i understand your name is danny knows but you can't go by simplyhired.com uh that is almost exactly the same as the medium in- median income for residents of charlotte well above the scraping up tips to put rent money together line while I imagine waiting staff at an IHOP or even a Red Hop, Hop, Red Lobster possibly earn less than that, I personally know how many people who are professional waiters earn a very comfortable living. I think that service is a very difficult job, and people who choose that as a profession should not have their earning potential limited by a no-tipping policy. And, and I would like to ask you, have you ever done the job before? Because I think a lot of times when people go find these studies, find these statistics, you've, you've never been in a job, been in uh had a job where your likelihood your livelihood was based off of tips and you get paid below minimum wage yeah it's not you know the problem is with this is that um i did it so i so i know whereas you went looked up a survey and went by you know simplyhired.com which let's be honest is that the most practical application of studies for surveys because like simplyhired.com actually goes by you know what people say they made well when i'm looking for a fucking job i say i made more than i did because i want the person hiring me to pay me more than the job i left that so that didn't even like i'm not sure that the accuracy of those stats are even that good um and then second of all i don't know any waiter at the time that i was working i was making fucking 50k a year no like as a waiter because people would be knocking each other down if people made that per year yeah that's crazy and i'm not saying no waiter makes 50k i'm not saying that either but the average, the average do you know what that not. means like the average so you got waiters out here making hundreds of thousands of dollars being waiters come on dog. come on man come on dog um sterling says tipping should be extra and plus the point of us saying not tipping wasn't to to try to limit people's wages Mm-mm. here's it's like the nba players association bargaining right i need you to think about it in sports analogy for a second lebron james has to limit what he makes in order for the median income of the average nba player to increase so while it might be capping some people the vast majority of nba players will never make what that person is making Mm -mm. so it ensures a floor for the other people that is higher than it was making their living better so there's way more ihops uh way more applebee's way more um you know think of any chain restaurant where your server is making two dollars and 13 cents an hour and expected to make tips up into a living wage. Now, if people consider living wage to be, you know, whatever number you expect it to be, that they have to make up to a living wage. If they make more than minimum wage, the company now has no liability to them. Mm-mm. The company does not have to write them a check at all. So 
you're simply working for cash at this point right if what we're saying is if you take the tip off and you just add it into the mill your per while you may lose a certain profit motive incentive uh i which i don't think matters that much Mm -mm. what i do think matters is that a lot of customers are addicted to the power trip of of tipping Tipping, and they do not want that power stripped away from them they They, want the ability to punish someone they want the ability to reward someone yes they do and that's customary in our country it's been normalized i think if you just take the fucking power trip out of it it won't be so bad because you also throw people's discriminatory attitudes into the situation and i'm not sure if you're aware of this but if you've been listening to our show long enough you should know this people ain't shit no they not and a little bit of power is fucking dangerous in a simpleton's hands they will be like i don't like this black dude i'm not fucking tipping him i don't like i don't like this woman woman. i'm not fucking tipping her i want uh you know i want a hot blonde to wait on me I'm, uh, I will not tip her. Man. I don't like this Mexican. I don't yeah. like you because you look gay. I don't like right. you. You know what I'm saying? I don't and like I'm you because you're old. It should not, that kind of shit should not be acceptable in a fucking workplace. Because this it's not is, acceptable anywhere else. Right. This is my job. If I walked up to your job where you're sitting in a cubicle and I said, Danny, oh wait, Danny, you're black. I'm sorry. I don't want you working on this project. You would be like, oh, I'm fucking suing y'all. Mm-hmm. So you can just come in and tell me I'm, or if a customer walked into your, to wherever you're employed and they said, Hey, um, I don't want Danny working on this project cause she's a woman and I don't care what her fucking accomplishments. I don't care how qualified she is. She can no longer work on this because I don't want women working on anything dealing with my company. You would be like, that is discriminatory. And we should, our company should stand against that and go, no, we are equal opportunity employer. And if a woman is qualified to work on your account and she's the best fit, she will work that account because that is what's best for our business. Waitressing, waitering is the exact fucking opposite. opposite. And I, like, I, maybe you have to do it. I feel like everyone should have to be a waiter for a while. Me too, to uh, get an understanding. Yeah, of so it. you can kind of see how shit gets discriminatory, and you can go, "Oh yeah, this we might be better. Up. We might be better served by actually not." you know allowing people to just come in and willy-nilly throw their dollars around um but you know i understand your point but like i said our point wasn't just let's limit what people can make it was Mm. let's not punish all these other people for not being the right type of person yep and leaving it up to the american public um tipping should be extra paid this is sterling in my opinion but that but by that i mean you should already be making minimum wage or above before i tip you always tip and probably always will but a person's salary should be dictated by how shouldn't should be dictated by how anyone else i or anyone else feels about that person oh yeah i ain't never met someone working at a normal restaurant making 49k either yeah no one has simplyhire.com yeah according to simplyhire.com uh, i made a hundred thousand dollars in my last job and i'm looking for a new one come on um but but the other thing too um even with sterling what he's saying even if like i would also be okay with that if mm-hmm. if they just raised st- servers paid to the minimum, minimum wage, wage and then tipping was fine you know what I, i'd be okay with that but they but since companies refuse to, to do, do it i have to be realistic about well what's more likely them adding a couple dollars to the mill and just being like okay now you make minimum wage or the other you know what i mean like I, you know i i understand what y'all are saying i would my in my perfect scenario servers would walk in with a baseline pay of a certain amount 
that they know they're getting at the end of the day no matter what Mm -hmm. and their tips wouldn't take away from that Mm -mm. that would be that would be and some companies do that a lot of companies don't most don't because most don't want to pay because you know we live in america where we never got over free labor so as far as they're concerned and the thing about it is that uh what they don't tell you you making forty nine thousand dollars a year serving. I bet you one goddamn thing you ain't doing doing side jobs, cleaning, doesn't like it's other shit beside waitressing that you do and you get paid chump change for it. Well it's profit motive is what what it's about and companies don't want to cut into their profit motive. They wanna serve the, the low the least costing food possible and then dump off the servers, you know, living wage onto the customer. You know, it's fucked up. Uh, but yeah, I would be cool with if they would just raise service pay to minimum wage for Me real. Too. Yeah, I'd be okay with that even. Mm-hmm. You know, I, it's, I'm not some type of fucking. The, uh, the name of the show is the black guy who tips. We've been waiters. Isn't I'm not some type of asshole who wants to keep people from getting money. money. It's literally just that. Well, there's so many people that can't li- make a living on this no, shit. No, they can't. They working too. They working. Two I'm just trying to come up with a good jobs. solution. Yes. Um. Anyway, uh, we had episode. Uh, for uh, 523, the code of Jay Z. We're joined by Chris Lambert. Uh, the poll for the show was, "Have you ever gone to church? Because you could have some sinful sex later." Yes, yes. Let he without sin cast the first bone, or no, I wouldn't do something like that. No, I wouldn't do something like that. Sixty-five percent, thirty-five percent of people said, "Yeah, they have gone to church to try to get some pussy, um, or some dick." Ah, uh, and I only, I only attribute this 65 percent number to women must have voted in this poll too ron said i was on a first date with a girl i was set up with through a friend her parents refused to let me take her out on my own without going on an approval date with them first we were both 17 at the time the approval date was a christian concert with petra it was hard horrid imagine rod stewart with lycra pants and a small heart on for god so i stand with them bobbing my head for show there's praising for the invisible sky daddy and let me say there were hundreds of visible of viable women aged 17 to 21 screaming in ecstasy at the small dick rod stewart i was perplexed (laughs) then again it was an all-white crowd go figure the show ends we are we were being driven back while my date and i are in the back seat we hold hands start rubbing thighs then about 10 minutes into the back into the trip back it's stealth finger banging we get to the convenience store. Her parents go in. There's no longer stealthy, straight up sloppy, all in all, a fun night. Amen. Well, you know, sometimes you got to lay hands on that vagina, bro. And uh, there's nothing wrong with that. Episode 524, CSI Porn Investigators. Uh, this is just me and Karen solo on the show. The poll for the episode. Solo. <laughs> the poll was, do you think it's a good idea to close zoos and release animals back into the wild? Yes or Yes it'll be okay or no they will try to get revenge the nose have it 58.6 percent said no you can't let animals back into the wild they might Thank try you. to get revenge Come and on, white folks 41 percent said uh yeah let them go it'll be fine mm, they must want to die <laughs> the last episode of the show was too cool to be happy when we had daryl from straight out of low cash aka dig game uh Cramsey says the minute rod said there is nothing sadder as a black man i started shouting church ad libs speak on it brother as a great orator as the great orator curtis jackson so eloquently stated in 2002 
something's really wrong with these hoes i thought little kim was hot till she started fucking with her nose i was 10 when kim and foxy were at the height of their powers but i knew i knew dope episode thanks for liking it crams z glad you enjoyed this uh the poll was have you ever done things to fit in rather than do what will make you happy yes or no yes 76 percent of people I, I think i thought it would even be higher than that. that me too people all the time people doing shit where it's just like i think i'm supposed to get married now i think i'm supposed to have kids now i think i'm supposed to buy a house now oh i hate myself you know what i mean mm-hmm. 24 not what you want to do 24 percent of people said no they never done anything like that uh professor lca said my comment has nothing to do with the poll question however this is the episode where i learned about the new sponsor and purchased a set of earbuds the sexy wood ones so i can look all environmental green and extra while i block the world completely out thanks for the tbgwt code tweaked it got <laughs> tweaked it got you a get cool i'm glad uh tweaked audio is getting some love already yeah. we saw a few people buying it and they got that stuff quick too yeah like a part like i think we started promoting this on monday or tuesday this week and, and uh, like uh somebody already Friday, took a picture yeah. of thursday like i got my headphones so people you know people yeah, get that shi- stuff fast yeah, shipping is free y'all yep the shipping is free so if you're if you're into it um check it out man um so we also had a couple comments on uh the spinoff shows Let's Smackin' Good 7, Black Betty Crocker. Woo! Where Karen talked to Nicole A. Taylor of the Hot Grease Radio Show. Um, Professor LCH says, this is so cool. I have just discovered the Heritage Radio Network. I subscribed to two of its shows on Stitcher. Let's Get Real and My Welcome Table. And I noticed Hot Grease as one of its offerings. I appreciated the network because they do, unlike many progressive, include black people in host, in show, as show hosts. Mm-hmm. Definitely will check her out. Check out her show soon. Nice score, LSG. Yes, uh, their network is it's a real cool network. They kind of it's a mixture of all across the board. Uh, yeah, the lady from the welcoming table. It sounds like your grandma. I don't. I, I, it's so cool to listen to her. I don't, um, I know Professor S. She shared it. It really sounds like my um grandma got a podcast because mm-hmm. it come on and she be like, yes, we're going on a journey. Well, we have old black crock pots. <laughs> and I'll be talking about all the old shit I do while you travel around the world with me and I hum some hymns. Oh, so great. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, we got one about the nerd off and I'll probably uh, address that comment on the actual nerd off later on today uh, with our guests. So let's get into these voicemails. Um, first things first. Here's uh, the number one voicemail. What's going on, Variety? Karen, it's your boy, Casey Stork. Uh, just listening to episode 523, uh, one of my, uh, your favorite guests, one of my favorite guys, uh, uh, Mr. Morgan there. But, uh, yeah, uh, that was a good call. I never really thought about the connection of uh, Manziel and the coach being black. Now, I did not agree uh, with the thing of him, you know, we're going to call him an honorary black quarterback. I was under the, the assumption that the NCAA was giving him so much grief because he is one of the premier, you know, athletes, you know, fir- you know, freshmen in the running for the Heisman and all that jazz. But he comes from a family that got all that fucking that Texas oil money. So he, you know, he's one of the, the top few premier athletes that don't really need the NCAA to to be all right. He's going to be all right. His family's going to be all right. So, yeah, uh, yeah, I can definitely see them trying to put his behavior 
on the coach. And you can already see in some of the interviews, if you read them, where they're trying to put what he's now, he's hanging out with rappers. You know, he's hanging out with Drake, and you know how they are. I'm like, come on, man. I went to play, play college football. So my most fucked up parties I went to was all white crap boys getting white boy wasted. So I don't want none of that shit. But yeah, man, as always, you always, you know, provide that insight and a different look at things. I totally agree with they. Yeah, they, they're going to try to put that shit on this black coach. Like, like you can't control this boy, huh? And his parents just sit, just sit brewing in the breeze. So I'm good and really send his partying drunk ass to college. With just, 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 it's, it's that young, rich, white privilege, man. The worst combination that you ever want to run into. All right, Casey Storkow. Yep. Uh, thank. Yeah, I don't think he's a, a honorary black quarterback either. Um, and yeah. Uh, now the one thing is, you did say Morgan, and yeah. you hit me up on Twitter and let me know that you were actually talking about Chris Lambert, which uh, I guess isn't too bad to get him confused with. Both, you know, that's that's good company to be in. Um, but yeah, I I don't think he's. Uh, I'm not confusing it at all. And and I know it's definitely white privilege because suddenly all these fans are waking up to um you know all these fans are waking up to the idea that the ncaa is a fucked up system mm-hmm. because it's a white dude in trouble yep but and when they it, like why y'all picking on him yeah when it was cam newton they couldn't empathize when it was uh the kids at ohio state they couldn't empathize mm-hmm. but but now it's this white kid that's just yeah, out he going looked out. like us why y'all bothering him yeah he's just partying getting drunk and all of a sudden they can understand so yeah that that's funny uh, next voicemail. There is an article that irks me. Okay, that the average woman is a 34D. Lies they tell. Now I'm not part of the itty bitty titty community. Okay, I'm close. I'm a 34C, but I'm sorry, no woman, the average size, not even porn stars, are a 34B. I don't know. If it's a troll article, I have no idea if this article is to get bitches to buy more way. I have no fucking idea, but the average size is not a 34D. I, it's just not. Every bitch would be in porn. Every bitch would be, uh, who's that white bitch? Who's that white one who, um, white girl. Like the cat daddy. Anyways, you probably know who I'm talking about. But anyways, every girl would be that. Just saying. But that article irks me. I lie. Uh, I like that that person didn't even say who they were. Mm-mm. They were just like, Mm-mm, no, no. I'm gonna I'm let y'all know. Are you, you? My name not even important. I'm gonna let y'all know. I'm angry about the bra sizes. Uh, well, it could be like simplyhired.com. Maybe people in the poll filled out what they wanted to be, you know? It's like how waiters are making $50,000 on simplyhired.com in Charlotte. Mm-hmm, making up their own statistics. Yeah, maybe people filled out the, the breast survey and said, I want to be a 34B. That's what I would be. You know, I want to be a 36 double F. That's what I am. You know, the other thing too is that America is getting more obese. We have more hormones in our food. It would make sense to me that breast size is increasing, you know, but I don't know women's cup sizes and bra sizes like that so i'll just say uh whatever whatever you ladies think is fine with me i don't i don't care i'm just a fan of titties you know whatever is going on i'm for it next voicemail hey rod and karen i just want to say uh this is robert and i love your show bro i love i love what you guys are doing um 
one thing, uh, I was listening to one of your shows and on uh, one of the guests and you kind of made mention of the bullet balls and strength. And I made mention of that if you, if you kind of felt bad about listening or watching that on the end of that, uh, that episode, or you kind of felt bad about it, then that show really wasn't for you. And it, this show really wasn't for you. If you, if you laughed about it, then yeah, you got the right show. Well, man, I watched it and I watched everything about it. First off, I didn't know that the football stream was an actual thing. I just thought there was just stuff that you Let's being see, we made up. just made up. Mm. And so I, I got I'm like, man, look at this dude. Oh, my goodness, it's the funniest thing ever, ever. Now, the other thing about it is that I'm the type of person that, you know, I, I listen from show to show and everything like that. And at certain times, you go, kind of go, you know, an official uh, name of the show, a uh, game of the show is Taza and, and Bullet Ball is String. And then sometimes you kind of just go Bullet Ball is String. I'm like, man, I want you to kind of give like Bullet Ball is String. So anyway, I'm I'm a big fan of Bullet Ball and Bullet Ball is String. And also, as you could, bro, could you kind of tell us, like, how did you come across, you know, how did you decide to make Bullet Ball is String part of the, you know, the unofficial game of the show? How did that happen? Thank you. All right, cool. Um, first things first. Um, I think we, I don't always say bullet ball extreme, uh, the same way because I try to mix it up. Um, I don't even think we said it today. Um, the official weapon of the show is the taser. An unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme. Um, there's a couple things to the bullet ball story. One, I came across it on a message board, SOHH.com. People were talking about it. I clicked on the links. It was the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, the second thing is when you hear that at Bullet Ball Extreme, that actually comes from the rap. Bullet Ball, Bullet Ball has a rap that, uh, where they, that they perform. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's him and his son. Um, and, uh, it's real, real good. Yes, it um, is. And, uh, we played it several times on the show. If people that have access to the archives, um, I'm pretty sure we put that episode up because we've done it more than once. But, um, it, you know, we, we've definitely, um, you know, had our times explaining bullet ball. We, we played the whole clip on the show before, mm-hmm. uh, went through point by point, like uh, the whole thing. So it, it just all depends on, um, you know, how far back you go with the show. And we, sometimes we explain it again and stuff. I'll see if I can find the, the music. This is my jam right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh. Bullet ball, bullet ball, that's a bullet ball. 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 Bullet ball, bullet ball. It's a new foot thing. Can't you see? Bullet ball the game. And bullet ball extreme. And that's what? And that's a bullet ball. Can't be matched. You learn the catch. It's easy to play. Simple to do. Now here in the loop. In the style of play. You lose tomorrow, but you win today. That's right. Bullet ball has the same model as segregation. <laughs> Equal but separate in the style of play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Gender, large or small, does not dictate a win at all. The speed and accuracy in your spot creates all the flunk. Let's win the line. Call in one, one and all to score the point. There's rules and regulations to govern the game. To either score the winning point or just score the same. Bullet ball, a 21st century sport that's played on a unique design. Tabletop court. With side wheels to paint the ball all around and trying to get the ball off the table on the ground. The physical challenge. I like how you struggle with that physically challenged. Like oh yeah, the Phillies challenge. You struggle <laughs> with that. Ball. Trying to, they yeah. had time to go back and redo the verse. You had to get this one take, one take mark. Court with side wheels to paint the ball all around and trying to get the ball off the table on, on the, the ground. ground. The physically challenged can play <laughs> to being able to compete against me, me and, and you so. that are not physically challenged. Yeah, <laughs> give it Give it a try. And that's what? And that's a bullet ball. That's what? Bullet ball, bullet ball, that's a bullet ball. 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 Bullet ball, bullet ball. That's a bullet ball. Oh, not the kids. Bullet ball, the game. Bullet ball, extreme. And that's what? And that's a bullet ball. It's got a style and class that can't be matched. If you learn the game, you learn to catch. It's easy to play. Simple to do. A sports game that's created down here in the loop. In the style of play, you lose tomorrow, but you win today. Large or small, does not dictate. A win at all. The speed and accuracy. And your shot creates all the points that win the lot. All in one, one and all to score the point. There's rules and regulations that govern the game. To either score the winning point or just score the same. Football, a 21st century sport that's played on your unique design. Tabletop court. Beside was to bake the ball all around and trying to get the ball off the table. On the ground. The physically challenged can play it too. Being able to compete against me. You and you. So give, give it a try. That's a what? And that's a bullet ball. And that's what? Bullet ball, bullet ball. That's a bullet ball. 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 That's our jam, and that will never, ever get old. We yep. will, I don't care. We will consistently play it every time somebody brings it up. The only thing that can make that jam better is a 80s, uh, a 80s so, uh, horn solo. Yeah. You know, just in the middle of that shit for no reason. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah. It's like, damn, he going off on that horn. Yes. Yep. But uh, that's Bullet Ball. Um, that's what it's yep, about. Yeah, for those of you that's new and you like, what the hell are they talking about? That's what we're talking about. Yeah, and uh that's why what started out as it didn't start off as a yell or like bullet ball extreme. It started off as us trying to do the nineteen eighties rapper voice in the first verse <laughs> and be like <laughs> bullet ball and bullet ball extreme. Like that's how it started off because you know how he was ha 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 it makes it like a jungle sometimes it made me wonder. Yeah. Like that's how, how he rapped. Right. <laughs> so you knew tabletop court. Speed yes. and accuracy in your shot like that, like he was rapping like Kumo D and shit. Yeah. So that was what we came up with. And bullet ball extreme, and then 
it just kind of turned into people saying it different ways but i just try not to say it the same way all the time so sometimes i'm just like embolibolic dream you know all right next voicemail hey what's up y'all it's your boy montoyas montoyas yeah too cool to be happy episode and y'all were talking about the fat fatty burger and uh i was asking like um oh what is whoever that was that finished the sandwich who 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 do they look like what do they look like (laughs) and karen said right (laughs) (laughs) i died laughing right there (laughs) anyway man they enjoy the show man y'all take it easy all right (laughs) Yeah, that was crazy. Uh, Karen, you know, that's what Karen does, man. Just brings a bunch of racist stuff to the show. Um, <laughs> yeah, it didn't have no, you know, no greens, no pig feet, black, fat back. I don't even, even like black. I don't recognize this next number, but the voicemail was over three minutes long and it was sent at 4 23 a.m. Uh oh. Uh, should I play it or no? What do you think? Mm, completely up to you. Mm, so you just bailing out on me. Okay. Right. Yes, let's do it then. All right. What's going on, Rodney? and Karen? This your boy, Casey Stark. Uh, yeah, drinking. Fucked up. If you're hearing this right now, I got to, uh, testifying at the, uh, Fort Hood trial. And, yeah, I'll leave it at that. Anybody, I know that people call in and talk shit, so, no catfish here. During my, uh, uh, superhero days, I am the Casey Stark. But, uh, I am a mild, uh, mannered, uh, civilian known as Staff Sergeant Roger. Roger Winston, look it up, they joke, so that we know I'm not fucking with you. But uh, a couple of days, not a couple of days ago, a couple of shows ago, forgive me, I've been drinking. Uh, a couple of shows ago, you talked about the uh, trial, and oh boy, and I didn't know this, and a couple of other people may not know this, but in the military, as far as a capital, when capital punishment is on the table, even though you may confess to the the uh whatever you fuck you did as far as like shoot up my friends on the day nineteen oh eight CSE, that's who I uh am embedded with. Uh we lost two and then the four sixty seven, they lost three. There we go. Whatever. They wrapped us up. Uh yeah. So anyway, uh when that's on the table for, as far as the death penalty, you cannot plead guilty to it. So you may come out and say, I did it, but as far as the military is concerned, you can't plead guilty to it. So outside of that, I don't know how the civil side is, works up, but you know what? Fuck it. You know, uh, yeah, like I said before, forgive me, been drinking, had to testify today, so. Not today. Well, when you hear this, it won't be today. But uh, just want to say, been going through this shit for the last two, probably two years, two three years, and you and your wife have helped me through it. I appreciate it, and you didn't even know it, but I appreciate the laughs and the jokes. And you, you guys brought it up on one show, and I don't want to be that guy. I'm not that guy. I know how you brought it up because I fucking feel the show, and that's how y'all always bring it up. Like, oh wow, we just wanted to. Enlighten the listeners, because I didn't know. But when the motherfucker said I did it, and uh, it wasn't wrapped up, and I still had to come to fucking Fort Hood again, where my soldiers got shot up at, it's like, uh, we're back here again. And the attorney had to tell me, well, you got to come back here because 
Involvement at all in that four hood mm-hmm. thing, man. That's you know that was just one of those crazy tragedies. Yes, it um, was. I'm glad that the show could help you get through that. Or, that's true. You know, anything we can do to kind of make people have a good time and not worry about shit so much, man. Because yeah. life is already full of worries and bullshit. It is, ain't and, it? You know, I know. I listen to podcasts whenever I'm going through hard times in life and stuff, and it really does help me get through stuff. Um, yeah, happy through stressful day, through death in the family, through losing your job, through going through surgery, or whatever yeah. it is that, you know, we don't we don't mind um, being here to be that form of laughter for you when you need it. Yeah, people have been there for me without even knowing they've been there for Ain't me. Ain't that the truth. Just by putting their shows out. Um, real talk. So, um, definitely understand that um as far as young justice man i'm glad you got into it i'm glad you're liking it man because mm-hmm. it's one of my favorite shows it really got slept on and more people should go check that show out um it's, it's just really good really well done too um so i'm glad you liked it and also it does help flesh out a lot of these dc movies because mm-hmm. you see characters that you're familiar with but from watching young justice yes and i got so excited when i seen it on that flash because i recognize the characters because uh, I kind of popped in and out when Roger was watching it live. And so we actually, I don't think it's streaming live on Netflix. You have to actually get the physical disc. Mm-hmm. And so I think we did season one, didn't we? Or half, half of season, season one. one, I think. Yeah. And so uh, we got to go back and get season two. Season two wasn't out at the time. So. Okay. So season two might be out, out at the time, out now. So we're going to go back and rewatch it. And rewatching it with Roger is cool because I'm seeing it for the first time. Like actually sitting down watching the whole thing. And Roger is like putting pieces together that, that, uh now that he didn't see before yeah but uh yeah man glad you're doing okay and me too sweetie yeah uh you know definitely keep your email i mean your voicemail to three minutes you know this is a rare exception um and uh you know don't get too drunk man don't get too drunk but i, I feel you gotta unwind sometimes you know but you gotta watch the drunk dialing next thing you know you can be calling up here talking about i really need to see y'all 
blackout tips. <laughs> Been thinking about y'all all day. I just can't get you out of my mind. I'll be like, come on, dog. You got the wrong number, dog. You, yeah. you, you meant to call Shireen. Right. Next voicemail. Hey, what's up, Rod and Karen? Uh, this is Dion, your boy from Baltimore, living out in Colorado now. I was just calling because I had to comment on the show y'all had about being too cool to be happy. And that's probably like the realest thing that I've ever heard on your show since I started listening a few months ago. And um, it's just crazy, man, because me and my lady, we live out in Colorado now, like I said earlier. And when we moved, people was like really mad because we moved because we moved on some just us being happy shit. Because fortunately, we were able to move due to, due, due to a promotion I got, which allowed my wife to just work part-time and for me to stay home with our daughter all day. But it's like people just didn't understand the concept of, you know, me wanting to be home chilling and have my wife home more as well. And it's like because it was something, you know, that ventured, you know, outside of what everybody else is doing. And I think that a lot of times when people do that, such as yourself, such as yourselves with your show, it kind of makes people like reflect back on things that they didn't do in their lives, and it makes them mad. And you know, you know, like hence, you know, you know, they get, you know, they hate them. And so that's all I just wanted to comment on that, and also mention that you know I love the show, and I'm a big, you know, I'm a big nerd and geek as well. So love the show. Y'all keep doing y'all thing, and y'all have a good vacation. And I'll see y'all once y'all get back. Bye. Thanks, Dion. Please. Appreciate you uh, calling the show, man. Me too. And it means a lot. A lot of people underestimate their own happiness. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of the day, you cannot place other people's feelings, opinions, and thoughts about you over your own happiness. Because at the end of the day, you have to live or not live with the with the decisions that you make. And if this bet, like you said, that fit their lifestyle and that's what they want to do. And I applaud you for making that decision because so many people bow down to the pressure of pleasing other people that they would have stayed and you move. So I do applaud you and I wish more people would do that. And guess what? Sometimes that means separating from family, separating from friends. Sometimes that means sometimes even going off on your own, mm-hmm. um, and I think that sometimes people get scared if they if they're not a part of a group or a part of a clique or don't have a support group. But what I've realized, no matter where you go or what you do in life, you will always have a support group. So I encourage more people wherever you are in life. If you're not happy where you are right now, listen to this, sweetheart. Sit, reevaluate, make decisions and make yourself happy. Life is too short. Plus, also, love doesn't have to make sense to anybody else. No, it does so. not fuck them everybody has all these theories and shit about what love is and everything sounds really great hypothetically but yes it does it's really different for every person and it love should just do what it can to preserve itself um and that's really all it's about you know it's gonna sound irrational it's gonna look crazy to people on the outside but fuck them they don't have to live there and they don't have to they don't know what's in your heart and they don't know how happy you are or whatever there's a lot of people out there that you know, it's it's the same by the same token that there are people out there who are being miserable trying to look a certain image. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of people. A lot of yes, people that is. a lot of people that are giving you advice and telling you what you can and can't do are living their life and not happy at all either. Like they're just trying to be like, Well, you should not be happy like I'm not happy. Um so if 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 moving was a thing, if spending more time together is a thing and somebody has a problem with that, fuck them. Do they gotta live there? 
nope and i mean fuck them all like i don't even just mean like uh well, strangers on the internet. I'm talking about your family, family. your mom, yeah. your dad, dad, your cousins, anybody. your sibling. Yeah. It's like, it's that real or it's not really love. Yeah. And you know? And, yeah. And sometimes you have to get to the point where, you know, if they feel like, well, I'm going to withhold my love from you. It's like, okay, there's something wrong with yeah. this relationship. If they're not violating your rights or something like they're not beating, they're not abusing you or nothing, something like that, then I don't see why people get so uptight about this shit. Because it don't have nothing to do with them. Yeah, like, everyone thinks they know what is best for somebody else. It's, you know, it's like charity. I know what you should do with your money. What about yours? Stay out of my fucking pocket. You know, it's that type of thing Mm -hmm. where, you know, you shouldn't feel bad about that, man. And and if that's what, if y'all are happy, that's the only thing that matters, you know? Yeah, but I applaud you for it because, like, even some of the things we do and some of the decisions we make, I'm pretty sure a lot of people uh, in our family and, and friends agree and disagree, but we're like, you know what, this is what we want to do and this is what makes us happy. Yeah, and honestly, most relationships aren't going to last. So whatever you're doing to ensure that they can last as long as you know you're happy and as long as possible then that's all the only responsibility you have to yourself like yep the the rest of this shit is all bullshit man just trust me um if y'all are happy that you did the right thing and you know sometimes you just gotta you know do the thing that doesn't fit with everybody else because it's the thing that makes you happy yep you know like i know there's different way there's couples that never see each other there's couples that one person lives in this town one lives in that one and, and it works perfectly for them happy. there's other couples that you know see each other every day and they fucking hate each other mm-hmm. they, like it could it could li- like people have all these ideas all these theories well you know a, a woman's rights in this house and a woman should be able to do blah 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 and then you get to somebody's house and that woman don't want to be treated that way she actually does like an open door for her and to not have to worry about the finances or she might like uh you know a dude that that like that like you know shit that society says is wrong like um you know a man shouldn't order food for a woman she should be able to order whatever she wants she's a woman she got equal rights and there might be a chick that her fucking pussy creams every time her dude goes she'll have the salad Mm -hmm. i don't fucking know and Mm -hmm. i don't want to know i'll y'all have fun i'm only worried about my shit because that's hard enough to maintain on his own <laughs> than, than worrying about policing everybody else's relationship a lot of these a lot of stones being thrown from glass houses man so yeah it's good that y'all actually took you know took initiative to be like yo let's fuck them let's go be happy and let's find a way to spend more time together and that's beautiful too if y'all in a situation where you still love spending time with each other that's beautiful because a lot of people don't anymore mm-hmm. So a lot of couples that can't fucking stand to be around each other. At it's, all. It's like, how the fuck can I get, get away, away from, from you, you every single day of yeah, their life? Yeah, they so, drive home slow, right. go to the bar before they go home, find other shit to do. Be like, yeah. oh shit, guess I gotta go home now. Yeah, I mean, so that's cool, man. Good for y'all. Next voicemail. Hey, what's up, Rod? This is uh, Derek from Cali. Um, playing catch up on the show. I've been listening, uh, been listening, trying to catch up with you guys. We're about a week behind. Um, got to weigh in on the Don Lemon thing. I was actually with the brother, so he said he started talking about the litter. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, I don't, I don't know anybody wants to live in a filthy neighborhood. But uh, as far as the N word concerned, um, I kind of come down on the side. I don't use it. I haven't used it in over twenty five years. I personally don't think we should. But if you do, you know, I'm not going to trip on it. But I won't use it. I don't. I don't. I don't have my, my friends don't use it. We just don't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I, I think you can't really give power to the word uh, because it was never our word to begin with. But again, it's just my opinion. Um, you know, I think one day, hopefully, um, it'll actually be out of our vocabulary. But that's just where I come down on it. You know, uh, I, I, I rather call you my brother than my hand. So that's it. Uh, all right. Um, Jeez. Number one, um, first of all, long time no talk to Derek. It's good that you, uh, called, man. Appreciate mm-hmm. you. I, I'm glad you're still listening. Enjoy the show. Yes, sir. Um, of course, I say nigga a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have, like, if I was talking about you to another person, I'd be like, this nigga called the show talking about don't say nigga. Like, that's how, <laughs> that's just my favorite word. I, like, honestly, to be quite honest, nigga is by far the best word in the English vocabulary. Like, in American, Lord, there it will never, and there will never ever be a word better than nigga. Like, yeah, true. it can mean so much. Yeah. It's one of the few words that actually has any Multiple, weight to it. That's true. In America, like, it's, like, it, it, it's such a diverse word. Um, it is. As just a person that loves language, I don't know how people cannot love nigga. It is beautiful. It is beautiful. Like, the matter of fact, the only words really worth saying are the offensive ones. None of the other words matter. They're all fluffy. It's like frosting on the cake. You yeah. Know? <laughs> like, I don't give a fuck about the frosting on the cake. I want some of that motherfucking cake, nigga. That's why I love it. <laughs> I love it. Oh, it's the sweetest, most beautiful word in the English dialect. There, other countries, other nations do not have words that can fuck with nigga. No, they don't. Do you understand nah, that's that? True. No. Like, second of all, I hate when black people say it's not our word to begin with. Nigga, none of these words are ours. The words I'm using to communicate to you right now are not any fucking African dialect. No, it's not. This is not our shit. So by default, we already uh adopting culture that isn't ours. I mean, that's what's beautiful about being black is we take shit, we make it ours, we remix shit, we master it, and... Uh, I, and honestly, I don't care about taking the power out of the word. I like that it's powerful. You know, I love that shit. So I, you know, other people got all these different philosophies and shit. I just, I like the cool version of nigga. Uh, I like the racist version of nigga. Um, I like the you my brother version of nigga. I love them all. I love what you call objects, niggas, concepts, places, things. <laughs> Cause I know I do. Yeah. You know, I have. Yeah, if somebody said, man, that nigga El Nino is coming through to fuck up the, the East Coast. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. I, right. I love it. I don't even like, and the thing is, man, um, I don't disrespect anybody that, you know, if you don't want to use the word, you don't have to. And that's obviously. true. Um, but, uh, you know, I think a lot of times people cast aspersions and judge those of us that do use the word. And all I'm saying is that street goes two ways, you know? Because everybody thinks that judgment comes from, well, I have the moral high ground. To which I say, the fuck you don't. I get to decide what my moral high ground is. And maybe the way that I measure things isn't the same. I think people's uptightness about the word says something about them. I think the idea of you being insulted by me using a term of inclusion uh, to address you like, oh, Derek, Derek, that's my nigga. And then you turning on me and being like, fuck you, don't you ever call me that that's so, that says something about you, in my opinion, more than it says something about me. 
because i don't have to call you that and you knew it came from a good place and then you took it to a bad place yeah and 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 it's and it doesn't sound like he's the type of person that does that oh yeah, yeah. But, i'm not saying Derek would but, but that was what don lemon's point but was. yeah that's why we had a problem with him yeah like yeah, i was like, like and, I, and you know it made me wonder like if that's the worst thing i can say about you is a euphemism for my brother like that that's it seems weird to me because i know plenty of people that don't say the n-word that don't got a problem with with the concept Except of people of it, using that's it. right you and know? they don't look down on you they don't think you're less than and if you listen to all these episodes of us saying N- nigga, nigga. you gotta be kind of cool like ain't that the truth unless you really are furrowing your brow every time the n-word comes, comes out, out you know plus you yeah. never know when we gonna sprinkle it in because we some articulate motherfuckers i don't even have to <laughs> use like that's the other thing people are like well i i don't like cursing like because everyone draws a line somewhere different you draw it the n-word there's some people that draw that cursing you know i don't see why you have to curse first of all it's expedient it saves me a lot of time certain Ooh. words in the american language are time savers and i am a busy motherfucker i don't have time to explain everything out to you you know and I, if i can just summarize it with shit <laughs> I just say myself like ten words. Yes, you did. Inclusive. it. Uh, just be like this motherfucker right here. That's right. all you gotta say. And you I ain't got, got to go into no details or nothing. Everybody know that yeah. that motherfucker right there. I'm not doing it for me. I'm doing it for, for y'all. you. This is for you. I can take the time to explain, but this just this. You'll be, you know, you get confused. It's taking too many words. You don't have all day. I don't have all day. I get it. Let me just say, nigga, it's way easier. You know, I, that's all. And the thing is, too, like. I think it kind of hurts people's feelings, but I could simply stop using. I don't even need the, the N word. I don't need nigga. It, it will not drop, fall out of my vocabulary. I don't ever. need to cuss. That's not. I don't. Stop. I don't need to do any of these things. I've held jobs where I, none of these things happened. I was able to communicate perfect, proper, uh, perfectly well. Never had an issue. We can do a whole fucking show, and the N word might not even come up. And that's true too. It happens all the time. <laughs> Uh, it's not like a conscientious choice like i'm a fucking throw nigga in this conversation i don't care how it is but uh yeah you're not gonna limit me in my word usage and choices to you know whatever don lemon and that's not gonna define my existence in in america like Mm -mm. that still should not stop me from being able to get a fucking job nope it shouldn't preclude me from having a higher interest rate on my home loan that's the truth um it's like I still demand equality, and I'm saying the word nigga. That's right. Give me my equality, nigga. <laughs> that's right. That's all. That's my only point. Is all this excuse making for? Because to me, a lot of this excuse making comes down to like, and it's fucking up the black community. It's like, boy, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. That's what you think is fucking up the black community? Hey, say that again. Like we get, we got a ways to go before we get down to there. <sighs> you know, I'm tired of people treating race as the clean up your room before white people get come over. And see it messy. Come yeah, on, dog. Like, that, like that's gonna solve it. And no. Like niggas was wearing suits and fucking ties, getting water hose and dog sicked on them. Ain't and that. nobody was going, Well That was clean shaven. Well their pants are pulled <laughs> up. Take the dogs back. You see the bow ties, those are nice. Yeah. You know it's But we're gonna shoot them with water anyway. Uh you know, the problem wasn't the water hoses for the pants sagging, it was that there's a lot of litter and we use the water hose to get the litter off the ground and the negroes just, the negroes <laughs> just happen to way, be there you know. just, yeah stand off the sidewalk negroes uh <laughs> next voicemail hey what's up Rod and Karen this is Derek again uh sorry I, I forgot to say I'm, now, I'm actually I'm loving the show uh you guys keep doing what you're doing you're doing a great job I'm digging it I'm getting ready to send up for the premium content uh sorry if the last voicemail seemed kind of fast 
that three minutes puts a lot of pressure on the brother. <laughs> I want to make sure that <laughs> I probably didn't say everything I wanted to. Um, but I did want to call back and say that um, I love the show. You guys are doing an awesome job, and um, I'm very happy for your success. Uh-huh. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Derek. Yeah, Thank he, you, he's been sweetie. with us for a while, man. Yeah, I, we, we, th- we I thank remember, you for your support, sweetie. I remember he wrote the show about uh, the dark hater, uh, haterizzy or Mr. Gates, as mm-hmm. he goes by now. Uh, I remember he wrote the show about him, and Mr. Gates took that clip and, like, ripped him a new one on his show. Mm-hmm. And just, like, making jokes and roasting him and stuff. Um, and Derek even took all that shit in stride, right. man. So he's a good dude. Yes, he to, is, sweetie. You know, be able to have that level of tolerance. And, you know, I, and like I said, I think people, the way I look at it is people that listen to our show are by far some of the coolest, coolest motherfuckers. People. Because honestly, even with you having that stance, the fact that you still fuck with our show says, says a lot about, about your you. idea, about the idea of you saying, my way is not the way I want to impose upon the world. That's right you know and that's that's kind of what our point is here really is yeah we have ideas we have you know things that we prefer and and all this stuff but at the end of the day we're not about going out and forcing everybody to do whatever we think should happen Mm -hmm. you know even with the tipping thing that we brought up earlier we're not sitting around going we everybody shouldn't tip and we should make tipping we should put it into you know the, the mandatory pay scale blah 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 even we're just like it was just an idea you know yeah i don't think it's gonna happen but we just discuss mm-hmm. ideas here mm-hmm. and all ideas are allowed and then we make jokes at the ones we think are terrible that's yes, all that's all we do that's all that's the only promise i'll make we about them jokes shana writes in on uh, email blackoutist at gmail.com now i'm mad oh that- i don't know now i'm mad she was doing so well y'all no we done made a man my bad sweetie. i don't know if it was us but oh but something made him mad. mad right hey rod and karen i wasn't gonna say anything about this but after listening to the feedback show i started getting mad all over again i don't give a fat fuck what don lemon or anyone says here's what i am not going to do oh, i will <laughs> i know i will never ask white people permission to be treated like a human being so to tell me or anyone else that they should go to school and not litter and pull your pants up to get respect that should be rightfully yours is bullshit. And just so we are clear, white people don't have clean sheet, uh, clean streets because they don't litter. They have street cleaners, you elitist asshole. <clears throat> That's a good point. I, look, my new favorite thing, by the way, is whenever I go places in Charlotte that are predominantly white, I like taking pictures of the ground and being like, hmm, Don Lemon was wrong because mm-hmm. I still see litter. Yep. Cigarette cleaners was off today. Cigarette butts everywhere. What are Mm -hmm. these white folks doing? Who knows? You lied to me, Lemon. You lied. You talking about littering? What about the dog poop? Mm Mm-hmm. Second of all, respectability does not end racism. During the civil rights movement, black people put on their Sunday's best. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. Red books. Pulled their pants up. You know what kind of respect they got? Water hoses, dogs in prison. Speak on that. Speak it. Mm Mm-hmm. And while we are at it, there was a time when a black person had a problem with another black person. They called him on the phone and talked about that shit. You are Harry fucking Belafonte. You mean to tell me the on- that's the only way you could get a message to Jay-Z is to shame him in the media? Come on, dog. Doubtful. Louis Farrakhan never had a problem getting people on the phone. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I was in the fire starter, and, you know, obviously, Jay-Z slander. So as soon as, like, Jay-Z came up, they all just, like, put on their Jay-Z slander gloves and went to town. But the reality of it is, uh, uh, 
as much respect as i think people have for harry belafonte even he had to fall back and later was like okay i I didn't have to go about it that way that's right and 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 my thing is when when somebody apologizes or says i did something wrong i'm not the person that double downs on the shit and goes no fuck that because i don't like Mm jay-z you was right like yeah no 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 if you was wrong you was wrong and it goes back to the thing we talked about before. What is it about being a celebrity that strips you from your humanity? He came at Jay Z the wrong way. Most people in their everyday life, if somebody halfway roll their eyes at you, you're gonna get a fucking attitude. But yet he's supposed to talk crazy to Jay Z, and Jay Z supposed to sit back and says absolutely positively nothing. He's a human yeah. being also. Yeah, and the thing is, like, he took a swipe at the man, um, and and I think it was more once he threw in like um bruce springsteen and then said to me he's black or some shit it was one of those like so now we're kind of throwing in some you know a certain amount of charity is expected because you're black yes and all this stuff so it was a little bit of like conflating a bunch of issues and just you know he was clearly trolling jay-z um now you know jay could have not said anything about it but to be quite honest the criticism was going to be the same no matter what he did yes it was there was no like people have made up their mind about liking or disliking that dude years ago and there's nothing that dude can do that's going to make people be like oh you know what it's actually cool that he said he's going to sit down with harry belafonte and blah blah instead they're gonna turn it into like oh so you gonna make a joke about harry Belafonte? yeah he made a joke about me, me. come on dog it's like a joke about me yeah it can't go both ways like it, you know but that's because he old and black and supposed to let shit slide come right. on right he's a savvy motherfucker dude and, and very intelligent the sad part to me is that it worked honestly because i just hate to see people try to help trolls out like when somebody trolls me you know, there's people that, you know, even with our podcast on Twitter that, that come at me a certain way. And I'm like, okay, this person wants this thing. I'm not going to give it to them. You know, like it's obvious. It's, it's like, well, this person just wants my attention. I block, block them. You know what I mean? This person wants, uh, me to sit down and be on their podcast, but they called in calling me uh, a, a piece of shit asshole. I don't want to be on that show because I'm rewarding people that approach me in a negative fashion yes sir by giving them the same thing that i would give someone who approached me in a positive fashion Mm -hmm. so i don't work like that you know if somebody came at me and said your show sucks uh uh, you should listen to my show i would not listen to their show and i'm not and i'm not gonna argue with them not gonna Mm -hmm. retweet it i'm not i'm just like i know what you want so it's kind of fucked up that harry belafonte would take that tactic and that jay-z would actually acknowledge it like uh because now it seems like it worked when honestly pick up a phone ask jay-z oh. to do something you'll be fine you mean to tell me your people and his people couldn't get in contact nope nobody could get in contact with nobody yeah mm. right yeah but okay you know everybody got all these expectations for what jay-z supposed to do with his time effort money mm-hmm, but you lyrics. don't want nobody to tell you to do with yours okay get the fuck out of here yeah and this and you know it was real messed up too because like just last week we had this big discussion and they kind of like flipped me around a little bit on Don Lemon where I was like, you know what? You're right. It is kind of fucked up to try to take away his blackness when he has a track record of all this other stuff just because of one comment. You're right. Some people are going too far. And then it's like with Jay-Z, Harry Belafonte kind of did that. And then it's like, oh, no, we defend that because we don't like Jay-Z. And it's like, well, OK, that that's kind of bullshit. 
Uh, anyway, on paper, I'm everything Don Lemon wants black people to be. I'm working on my PhD. I teach at a top tier university and I don't have children. Am I an exceptional black person? Hell no. Like Don Lemon, I have privilege. Unlike Don Lemon, I know that I have it. Like you, Rod and Karen, I graduated from an HBCU. I've seen firsthand the kind of contributions that black people make to their communities. If Don Lemon saw HBCU students or even students I teach in the majority black Newark, New Jersey, he would shame them for the things they do and say, not me. I treat every young man and woman who comes in my classroom with respect, not because they pull their pants up and don't say nigger, just because they deserve it and mm-hmm. shouldn't have to ask permission from me or anyone else. Nope. That to me, that was the biggest lesson I learned at my HBCU was, uh, the motherfucker with his pants sagging might be the smartest dude in your class. Say that again. And, 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 and you know what? And, and, and sometimes for me, uh, and it frustrates the fuck out of me when you talk up to, to, uh, people in general about HBCUs, mm-hmm. but it's the when you talk to black folks about HBCUs, cause a lot of them get very elitist yeah. when it comes to HBCUs. Oh, you went to the nigga school. Mm-hmm. But what they fail to realize is that the education at that nigga school has the same rules and regulations and guidelines as your university and it costs a fraction of the price. I'm not knocking big universities, but at the same time, don't look down and frown upon it because for some people fail to, but, because a lot of people forget history. These universities were here because we were not allowed to go to the big universities. Now you have the opportunity to. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the thing also for me is this. For me, it let me see and let me know that black people are not a monolith. It lets me know that they could be professors. They could be doctors. They could be lawyers. They can have money. They could be investors. You know, I had a black finance teacher. It, it, it opened up my light to let me know that black people can be anything they literally want to be. And it means a lot to people who don't see black people in places of power. Right. And that cannot be erased and that cannot be taken away. And that's an experience that you only can get at HBCU and something else about it is this at hbcus you are considered equal right you at hbcus you know we do have white people at hbcus we have a lot of white but people there's in the no but there's no black affirmative action, action associated with me being in a class there's no affirmative action associated with my success so there's no well we had to have a certain percentage of black people and that's why you got into this class it's you're here on your merits you sink or swim on your merits that's it. They also give chance, and this is one of the things that's always used against them that I think is a positive. They give chances to students that traditionally wouldn't get a chance. Yes. And if, and it's not like if you get an F's, you can stay there for four years. If a person comes to your school and they fail out or they do miserably, they go fucking home like any other college. Yes, like anybody but else. But somehow that's held against the black schools because y'all actually gave Negroes a chance that didn't have a, you know, the, the, a uh, uh, 4.0 GPA. It's like, well, is, should that be held against them? Yeah, and 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 for me, it's also somewhat um, frustrating because it's just experiences that uh, in, in the black community and the black culture that you will only get from an HBCU. Yeah. And also, to me, um, I just just for my um, personal experience and connection, like you say, in the HBCU, the person that sags their pants has dreads. Like you say, can be acing the class. And yeah. it also made me, and it also made me realize too, just being black is that what you look on the outside does not define your inside. It does not define your character. Right. And it's one of those things where even black people would judge black people based on what they see on the outside and not their character. And you know what? Guess what? A lot of times these people will be like this, graduate, cut their hair, trim up, do whatever, and get a real job. But if you'd well, have met them yeah. younger, 
mm. you'd be like, well, you're not the same person. They was like, yeah, I, I am the same person. I haven't changed. Yeah, there's also this assumption that somehow black universities exist in this fucking time warp where we don't know that white people live outside of the dorms. Come on, dog. Like, because that's the other thing that happens. They go, well, if you go to an HBCU, how are you ever going to assimilate into white corporate American structure? You um, don't, I don't go away. I don't know. Um, it could be because everything else in my life is white. <sighs> everything else in my life, everything, every job I've had, every internship I've had, everything else is white. It's not like I don't know about the white world outside of my fucking job, uh, my college. So this, I, like, but it's it's like the simplicity and just the asinine stupidity that people have when they talk about hbcus is just so frustrating because you know well how are you gonna get the confidence how are you gonna learn to talk to white people it's like um like everybody like else. else i speak english yeah, like, like you do like everybody i code switch like you do and and and, and i guess for me that the thing that really really upsets me is because people talk about these connections and, mm. and 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 the thing about the connections a lot of the connections you don't get as a black people as a black person in predominantly white university which is something they really don't want to talk about yeah. you know a lot of these good old boys networks odds are you are not a part of that good old boy network which people don't really want to talk about yeah. and the thing is guess what somebody graduated from fairfield fairfield state and somebody graduated from you know uh north carolina uh state university Guess what? Neither one of them is finding a job if the job market's not hiring. And so, so sometimes, regardless of how much you're spending your degree, you still aren't guaranteed a job. Right. And a lot of companies actually recruit directly from HBCUs and shit. But anyway, I mean, that, I think there's a lot of positives to it. And it's I do all, too. And a lot of the shit gets spun into negatives. But more importantly, getting back to her point, I think that part of what bristled up in me and what always bristles up uh you know i i don't maybe people can't relate to it i don't care maybe people are just way ahead of me whatever but i really feel like i can be that kid that y'all were talking about yes so when don lemon's like pull your pants up cut your hair and don't litter I, i'm like but when i was in college that 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 was me and when I'm not at my, you know, nine to five job, that's me. When I'm not in the cubicle, that's me. I'm I'm a grown ass man. Sometimes I still wear my pants sagging or I, I walk out the house in jogging pants and tennis shoes and a and a, a long tee. And I don't think twice about it. And it don't make you less of a person. Right. But then there's this like this. I'm judging you by your cover type shit that comes from within the black community where I'm like, you too. Shit. You know, like can't like you do realize i know how to talk even if i relax my guard around you or in my neighborhood where i live and i just want to be me you know mm-hmm. and like I, the other things man i don't think you'll find any, like i said with don lemon's points i don't think you will find anyone anyone that is against his points okay i don't think you'll find anybody who thinks we need more kids born without a wedlock and couples not staying together whatever whatever stats you want to use i don't think you'll find people who are like it's good when people only raised by one parent the more people raised by one parent the better i don't think you'll find that i don't think you'll find people that say uh people shouldn't go to school and graduate i don't think you'll find people that uh think that um you know uh what you know whatever these negative things stats that he was using but as far as like lifestyle choices yeah um i might choose to live my life differently than yours and it doesn't mean i'm gonna fail it doesn't mean that i'm setting myself up to justify 
anything any type of treatment and this problem was he used because people keep going well you're conflating the points no i'm not Mm -hmm. he used bill o'reilly's defense of why black people should be profiled as a jumping off point into he didn't go far enough let me let me add this to his argument and that's the issue. So, so you can't take the, that away. And you can't separate it because he didn't separate it. Right. And I don't think he's stupid. So either you want me to feel like he fucked up and is stupid and didn't realize what he was saying Mm-mm. or, or, or you want me to be like, uh, or, or he meant to do it. That's the only two ways I can see it. And I think he meant to do it. So oh, yeah. I don't fuck with him. Cause nope. of that. Now I'm not saying he ain't black. I ain't call him. I ain't even call him out his name. Mm-mm. I just disagree with, with the way that he handled it. And I, I do think too. I think he could have approached tone matters, and audience I, matters, and articulated it better. Yeah, your jumping off point matters, your messaging, your framing, all this shit matters. And to start off from Trayvon Martin to get to pants sagging seems like a leap, you know. And I don't think we should be assisting race baiters and drumming shit like that up. Nope. Uh, she's she says, um, what else? Oh, lastly, to those who say that people who do podcasts need to know everything before giving commentary, stop being ridiculous. If you rely on podcasts to get facts, something is wrong with you. The Blackout Tips is one podcast that has the most consistent and expansive open dialogue with the audience. I appreciate the fact that you and Karen tackle issues and respond to them from a place that is genuine. And we all need an outlet to express those visceral reactions. Despite the fact that it is my job as an academic to grapple with tough issues like Trayvon Martin murder. The reality is that I had an initial reaction of anger and sadness. If I had talked about it from this place when people might've been mad, people might've been mad at me too. So I commend you and Karen for sharing with us your feelings and always giving us a space to respond. Sorry for the long email. Thanks for doing all that you do. I don't care about email length when it's uh, understandable. Yes. Like I, the lead mail can be seven pages as long as I understand and, it. The and problem is articulated. Well, the problem is most crazy people talk too much. Okay. A lot of people, they have nonsensical long ass emails. And my problem with the length of those is that I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. And I still got to keep reading, you know, <laughs> like, I could have figured I'm out. I'm lost and confused and he lost it. Everybody's confused. The order is confused. Everybody confused. Yeah. We normally figure out people crazy a paragraph in and then there's 12 more paragraphs. So, um, I have no issues with you writing because you know how to make sense. Um, as far as, uh, yeah, as far as, man, as far as the podcast thing, I know felt five was like, damn, I get it. Uh, you know, and I, you know, we make jokes and stuff, but seriously, man, um, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I do I, too. I listen to a lot of shit I don't agree with. I do too. Um, and, uh, I, the one thing that I do think is that I love people that had a freedom to voice their opinion. opinion. And let me evaluate it. Let me see where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. Some every once in a while, I hear some shit where I go, hmm, "You got a good no, point." Yeah, nobody's gonna like what you just said, but I do. I agree with. Yeah, it. That's right. You know, like uh, to be quite honest, man, nobody likes a lot of not nobody. A lot of black people do not fuck with Adam Carolla, but I like that he talks about race for just an old ass white dude <laughs> that is privileged as fuck at this point in his life talking about race and not and not from a uh, I hate black people perspective or let me just race bait and drum up some shit like Rush Limbaugh and all these dudes. He really does believe what he's saying and it's not on some like whatever. And half the time I do go, man, fuck you. You don't know what you're talking about, honestly. But I like that he talked about it because I'm like, nobody else 
will even fucking discuss it for me to know where they're coming from it's True. just like oh race let's not mm, no don't no, no talk about that over here i'm like but your you, your actions and some of the things you hint at say blah 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 yes it does i like when people directly talk about things and like i'm not gonna stop doing it on our show and i'm damn sure not turning it into the research hour with rod and karen like oh hell no that should sound boring yeah like we're gonna talk about shit and you know we'll either learn on our own or people fill us in but we'll we'll, we'll figure it out Mitch writes in five stars, great podcast and feedback for y'all. Well, Mitch could have used the five stars on iTunes uh, as a yes, review. Yes, you know what? If you haven't yet, copy and paste this. This is between me and you. Go to iTunes.com and leave us the five star review. <laughs> hey, Ryan and Karen, my name is Mitchell, 21 from North Carolina, and I'm white and deaf, in which I'm wearing hearing aids, so please respect that if you don't mind oh okay i thought he was gonna i thought he was talking about the hip-hop version i was like man you using 80s slang on the show i was like i don't understand he took it back way back oh <laughs> uh, like, wouldn't it be funny if i would have read that shit in the hip-hop verse though like the old <laughs> 80s i'm white and deaf you know like that but um anyway he says <laughs> i'm sure i'm not the only fan that is white lol well of course not we have plenty of white people that like the show and stuff and that's cool you know they don't get no extra points for being white okay there's no what you white and you fuck with us look we got a dope show you should fuck with us and we, we thank good. you for listening i listen to plenty of white shows and i don't ever get credit for being black and fucking with them um but uh the thing is though when it comes to uh the death thing uh i can see how that's a sensitive issue for you but if i thought of something funny to make a joke out of i would make a joke if we were reading an article about it or something i'm not gonna lie to you no but mm-hmm. i'd also make a joke about um i don't know anything fucked up person having yeah. one leg mm-hmm. person, one eye. if if it's a joke to be made that's funny i'm trying to find my way to it okay yes. that's what i do that's a job uh and you know if you're sensitive in that area i hope you know i don't even know if we've done it before or not but i just don't think we have but Mm-mm. only because it has to come up don't think that we got some high moral ground about <laughs> people being deaf i no. just don't want no illusions when like in uh three weeks, three weeks from, from now, now a real good deaf joke <laughs> field article comes up i don't want to be like well rod you promised you wouldn't do that uh although doesn't mean i don't respect you i respect a lot of people but yes we do i got to make these jokes rod first of all you're the greatest guy that could talk about everything that makes me laugh and yes of course karen makes me laugh too the way she talks lol thank well, you thank thank you so much mitch nobody ever gives me props before karen thanks <laughs> very, very i don't know if you heard i didn't win any of our own awards last year <laughs> uh, it's good to see that some people start to learn to appreciate yes me. and i did a clean sweep clean sweep every category Anyway, I've been hearing this this racist and all this shit, and of course, I, it's gotten something to do with discrimination, and I get that a lot from the like slash dislike, whatever, but man, I'm so pissed off about people discriminating for no damn reason just because I look stupid and making fun of me just because I wear my hearing aid don't mean you're trying to fuck my life up, you know what I'm saying? So, oh, people picking on you for having, wearing a hearing aid? Oh. Well, you know, that's funny. I... I don't think I've ever, uh, I don't think I've seen people with hair, anybody with a hearing aid in a long time, man. Yeah, it's like technology has changed. Like a lot of people who wear hearing aids, yeah. I, I'm assuming they do like the infomercial, they got a little smile when you drop in your ear, but for some oh. people, their hearing has got to the point where they do the old school wrap around the ear with the little battery in the back. 
Ah, okay. Yeah, I, I was just because a lot of people thought, wear them, but they like drop in the ear so you can't see them. Yeah, it seemed like I used to see a lot of them back in the day, and now I haven't seen one in like mm-hmm. it's it's had to be years. Yep, a lot of people upgrade. Even old people, I don't see with them. You know, nope, and I'm pretty sure I know they use them. Yeah, that's crazy. Because um, without them, they be like, huh? What? Well, I would say first up, my uh, Mitchell. Try to get you one of those inner ear joints, dog. Like, people are fucked up and they ain't shit. And if they can see anything that's different from them, they're going to try to roast. Now you can do that or you can get some jokes going back. But, you know, I understand that could be difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's see. And people need to stop discriminating against special needs persons and quit making them feel bad as hell. Because if they do, I'll beat their ass for making fun. All that shit. So, yeah. I hate the, that people doing these things like that. And I know y'all hate it, too. Ain't that the truth, LOL. Um, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I definitely hate people, uh, literally discriminating against people for being handicapped and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But for the purposes of these jokes, I don't. Like, that's, it's always funny to make pick, to pick on people that fuck with handicapped people. Um, and occasionally if something happens to a handicapped person and it's funny on the show, we will make jokes about it. Mm-hmm. So. Um, but yeah, I would never want to see anybody discriminated against period ain't that's true so yeah if y'all don't mind ask me ask a couple questions on your show i would love to hear what y'all say so my first question is this how many times does a per- people have to lie about their fucking damn age i mean the reason i ask this is because i get sick and tired of girls on like dating sites lying about their age and get this one girl i used to talk to and it says on her profile she's like 18 or 19 so all of a sudden she told me i lied and I was like, <laughs> and I was like, you know, that face that people make, like, what? He's like, what the fuck? And she told me she was 15 or 16. And I'm like, oh, hell no. Trying to go to jail? I don't blame you, dog. I got every fucking one of those people lying about their damn age. And I got caught like two or three times with two different fucking bitches. And I swear to God, I'm not going to get this shit from them again. Well, yeah, you definitely um want to try to watch out, especially for underage. I, yeah. I, I thought you were going to go to other. I thought it. It would be like a chick who's 35 showing up talking about I'm 19. He's like, why you got them fucking crow's feet around your eyes? Ain't that true. Um, well, are you 19 and on heroin? Well, well, at least he's small enough to know when it comes to that, they don't care nothing about it. If you can hit him or not, they will sign your Miranda rights to you and tell your ass you're going to jail. <laughs> yep, that's true. So, yeah, you got to walk away from that situation. So good for you, sweetie. Um, Second question. When it comes, and I don't know why people lie about their age. Me either. I you wish know. they wouldn't do that. Second question, when it comes to jobs like at work, is discrimination, uh, discrimination your employee is unfair? Reason I ask this is because I quit my job because I feel like the boss making me quit because I also feel like he's discriminating too. Like I don't understand why is it necessary? I don't know if I spelled that right. He didn't. I, to do what, to do that to your employees. I would appreciate answering my questions on your show. Keep up the good work, both of y'all and have a wonderful week. I don't think I understand the you second too, question. Sweetie. Are you saying discrimination against your employer? Um, oh, if then. you quit your job, that's not, uh, discrimination. If they make you, you quit, quit, you might have, you might have a case if you can like prove discrimination and, it and prove state that state. they put you in a really bad working environment. But yeah, some states are like, if you quit, that's on you, homie. Mm-hmm. Um, and even some of the other states are like, if you quit and they, you know, like you still quit, like, if they fired you or something, then they have more to go on. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It depends on the state. I think I don't. I don't know. I'm not a legal person, man. I, I wouldn't. 
you know i wouldn't tell you for sure aaron writes in episode 522 cream pies sup rod and karen i felt the need to speak on the tipping conversation i wholeheartedly agree sorry chill don't roast me i've never worked in a full service restaurant but spent two years at mcdonald's during high school while of course mcdonald's employees get minimum wage i believe they should get a pay raise most people don't understand the customer abuse employees put up with in the food industry whether it's the employee's fault or not customers are condescending and unapologetic Mm -hmm. when you brought up service crying in the past i believe you oh it's Mm -hmm. true oh yeah it's it's true Mm -hmm. if you're a server you cried at least once i know i have yeah it's a fucked up situation yes you feel helpless man and it's fucked up the job doesn't respect you no one has your back and then the customers don't i was browsing um and posted and posted i was nine gag and posted someone posted an image the captain picard mean the fuck should we raise mcdonald's employees wages why the fuck should we raise mcdonald's employees wages question mark and made the mistake of me reading the comments the average the amount of privilege sickened me with such comments as why should you make more money than me and i have a degree bitch what's that got to do with anything it's not my my or their fault you went to school racked up debt and getting paid less i bet your ass would work there if you could make more on a less ratchet yeah that's the other thing too that i think some people don't understand is like this crabs in a barrel shit where you're like we need to make sure that mcdonald's people can't make money if mcdonald's people started making more money than someone at a corporate job people from corporate jobs will go quit and work at mcdonald's corporate jobs would raise wages immediately because they're like we can't lose our best people to bullshit ain't that the truth on a less ratchet note i don't think people understand the effect minimum wage and tipping has if a server knew that no matter what they would make a certain wage and didn't have to worry about how someone else's mood that day affected their pay i guarantee you you get better faster service even if that employee didn't care about his job, like you said, there are parameters to keep that employee in check. If they're moving slow, being rude, messing up orders, they'll get fired. I don't know any business or company that doesn't like making money. Mess with the company's money and you can kick rocks. Yeah, see, that's the other thing about raising the minimum wage. Some people would ask would actually end up being out of a job. Yeah, they would. Which, you know, ironic as that is because once they start paying better they're like oh we can get a better class employee yeah in and they'll start raising the requirement like like a lot of times people feel this if they raise the payment guess what they're gonna raise the standards raise the requirements raise a, a lot of things they're gonna be like okay you need at least a high school degree or be going for a high school degree yeah. the requirements of well at least you need college you know like they're well, not just those requirements i don't mean just that karen i really mean like your ass is supposed to be here at six and you got here at six fifteen oh no they won't be going I, for that you yeah, lose your job because now i pay you enough to make that it's a problem you know yeah, what i mean when i'm not Whereas paying you enough i deal with it every minimum wage job i had they expected minimum effort and people gave minimum effort yes and a few people that gave more got a 25 cent raise or some shit but the, in general they assumed you weren't gonna give a fuck you know what i mean so it, you would kind of change that where it's like uh yeah um you have to give a fuck because this is now a 15 dollar job you know funny story while working at mcdonald's during breakfast i knew i had to quit when those old white people knew me by first name one day this old white man tipped me a quarter a quarter rod i looked at that old white man like fuck am i supposed to do with this thanks for sticking through the long email i'll be listening thanks aaron <laughs> at least you were worth a quarter to him honey most of it don't give you nothing yeah i've had people try to tip me change and i was like damn thank god i'm only 15 no <laughs> shelly writes in random thought hi rod and karen i wanted to share a random thought i had that i think is sheer genius torture is a touchy political subject but i think i found the most human way to extract information from these dangerous men hot waxing think about it 
It's cheap, quick, and if any and of painful. Your, mm-hmm, any of your female listeners ever had a Brazilian wax, they know it's effective. I won't go into detail, but think about what kind of secrets you'll spill when a sweet little Filipino woman has your thigh pressed up to your chest with her left hand and is about to pull a five inch long, two inch wide strip mm. wax strip from your manly area. Let that sink in for a second. <laughs> of course, in true torture fashion, the process will start with the easier areas of the body, arms, legs, gradually move to more sensitive areas that of the shit, body. That shit hurts. Armpits and stomach. Guantanamo Bay will instantly be obsolete and it will free up funds to, to support stitcher law enforcement for sword offenders stricter law enforcement for sword offenders now, I, I like the end results she has me there yeah, i like the way uh, she's framing it yeah i mean I'm, I'm down for that i pass it i realize how totally random this is but i believe it could work anyway love you guys your presence is a charity shells thanks shells thank you um and yeah i, I think uh First of all, no torture's off the table for me. (laughs) And baby, that's torture, honey. Because I'm trying to tell you, I got my eyebrows waxed one time, honey. I cried for days, days, I tell you, days. That shit hurt. The only problem is if you don't break them right away, you got to wait for the hair to grow back. So that could take a while. Yeah. Oh, you got people better realize it's a lot more damn hair on your body than you think. Hair growing places, you ain't even know hair grew. They'll find it and rip it off. (laughs) uh howard writes in thoughts on the show hey rod and karen love this week's shows first and foremost i have to say this real house husbands you have my curiosity but now you have my attention i'm buying a premium subscription with my next paycheck anyway on my thoughts for this week's show really teachers with guns let me start by stating that this is high frustration i have with this country today in a way it goes to one of my frustrations with don lemon what makes a black kid drop out of school is not saying someone saying he's acting white is realizing that many of his teachers are incompetent and his books are outdated and that the school seems only to spend money on new metal detectors and paying police to walk the halls. But anyway, like I was saying, you don't want to give guns to teachers. Clearly those school administrators haven't seen what teenagers look like today. <laughs> yeah. I do think it's a matter of time before something like either accidental or or fucked up happens yeah, with a gun teacher. Kid overpowers a, 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 a teacher. Teacher shoots a child out of fear of that child. Right. Yeah, you 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 you're taking it to a whole nother level. And like you said, them fifty something hours have them. That's not enough. Yeah, parents get shot. Yeah, hire police officers, please. But anyway, like I was saying, you don't want to give guns to teachers. Clearly, this okay. Hell, you had a 15-year-old girl on there that Rod said on several occasions looks like a grown woman. Also, really, Taco Bell is trying to get into the breakfast game. The reason I don't want this is because in living in a college town, I've seen what college, what Taco Bell employees have to deal with at the closing time. So, yeah, bad idea. Well, I've said my piece, cue the good work. Enjoy your well-deserved vacation. We will. Thank you, sweetie. And, of course, Professor LCH writes in, Hi, Rod and Karen. Just wanted to drop a line to let you know that I've been enjoying the shows and my TBGWT premium membership quite a lot this summer. Woo-hoo! By the time you return from your vacation week, I will be back in front of students teaching. Oh. So until I get back into the rhythm with my day job and my sh- and the shows, I thought I'd take the time now to thank you for helping me get through a tough summer. It wasn't supposed to be this way. However, it very much was. No need for details, and I'm not speaking of death or destruction still. My plans to enjoy, relax, and squish my toes and some good, happy living did not happen. Oh, But I had my TBGWT premium to listen to in the background for all of those hours I sat and flattened what used to be my best <clears throat> asset. 
<laughs> working uh, working on a horrifically long boring and torturous project that will lead likely lead to zero benefits of or profit while having a terrible summer of course i procrastinate like crazy who dives into ug inspiring process projects not this chick i don't blame you yeah that nothing worse than looking at something like fuck like i remember when i had to edit all the and i still have to do it when i had to edit all the back shows take the music out and then post them on the site I'm always looking at that pile of shows like, oh, here we go. All right. Today yeah, is the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He knocking them down, though. Yeah, it's like cleaning out the oven. It's like, I'm a, all right. Let's start at 7 a.m. Because today is going to happen. You know what? Maybe tomorrow. I'm going to take a nap. I'll just, <laughs> I'll do some, I'll do some dishes instead. In fact, of all the hours I procrastinated, many were filled with old and new episodes of Vintage, The Blackout Tips, and my own version of The Blackout Tips Premium Blend house husbands which has grown on me lsg lip smacking good medium talk and sport movie reviews the truth is you've been the closest thing to a social life i've had this summer you've introduced me to new friends in my head podcasts personalities and even really enjoyable in real life people like phenom black and shirley wong esquire one thing i can say about shirley wong esquire shirley wong has met everybody in in the the, the group mm-hmm. and we ain't even met each other yet in the nw i know yeah we got to get on that you kept me laughing current connected and sane thanks for working so hard carrying your fans including this one right here do take your time enjoy your break remember why you decided to say i do and why you should remain two big kids for as long as you possibly can <laughs> we will in other words tbgwt time to turn up that's my new thing i'll say too after i hit shots at the court turn up <laughs> yeah all the kids love it and the adults hate it i know they do that but they look at rolling as this nigga they hate me oh well professor lch aka official smile of dawn the black guy tips thank you so much for writing in uh no ps this time or ppps you know how she like to get down um thanks everybody man we'll be back um next sunday probably mm-hmm. we might do a couple premium shows between now and then yep so you premium um, you're gonna get some if not we'll be back yeah like i said we be working hard and grinding hard and man like i said since roger do this full time it's one of the things where like you at your job you need a break oh yeah for sure and you know we'll be back uh sometime in the middle of next week so if you know we feel like it maybe we will do a show maybe mm-hmm. something crazy will happen y'all i know we we might be remote be like hey 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 y'all we out here some crazy yeah. shit happened we had to tell y'all right don lemon got shot y'all you know i don't know <laughs> i don't know what's gonna happen right y'all. in front of us we had to let y'all know and they threw litter on him right this is crazy he they was right they pants they proved him right they proved him right uh all right man we'll talk to you guys uh next sunday hopefully so until then i love you you too baby Mwah. Mwah.